Hey all, what's good people? It's your girl Lisa and welcome back to Crisis Talk. So this is our season three. I hope that you guys have enjoyed the journey with us so far because we know that we've been loving recording episodes for you guys. Um, So yeah, let's kick it off. Let's get into season three. We've got a couple good episodes lined up for you guys. So make sure that you guys do what you need to do. Be following, sharing, subscribing, listening, hearing. You you know the vibes already. And welcome to Crisis Talk, where we debate, discuss, and dissect issues relating to the Black community. So today we are going to be discussing boundaries um, with your parents. Do they exist? How do you do it without seeming disrespectful? So before we get into it, let's introduce our guest and our host, for this episode right, so yeah it's me it's William I'm back again I made it all the way to the third season oh no <laughs> but yeah let's get it yeah it's Felimi we're good we're great over here you know what that's the new intro that's what I'm gonna we're good be and we're great over here we're I like good that. and we're I great like over that. here baby <laughs> and today we do have a guest I think um, he's, he's been here before um, and like you know, it's going to be a, a contributor for Christ Talk. Um, go on, introduce yourself. And you got who's tough found out on the pod, aka the champion, and we're here. Let's go. And you already know the vibes. It's your girl Lisa. Um, and yeah, let's get into it. So, guys, boundaries with your parents, with your African parents. What does that look like in your household? I want to start with Will. <clears throat> The thing is, this is this is definitely <laughs> Why are you laughing, Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not even open laughing. Tough story, just laughing. This is gonna be an interesting one because this right here, this is like Avengers Endgame where we want to talk about battles. You know what I mean? <laughs> the word boundary, I don't with your parents because there's some households forget about it. You're not you're, you're not having boundaries. Your parents are the dictators. It's over. They are the boundaries, <laughs> <laughs> and it's over. Forget it. until you make your own money and live your own house. You just have to follow the law of the land. But uh, me, I'm going to be honest with you guys. To be fair, you guys know me anyway. You know, I was a bit of a naughty boy when I was younger. So what I would say is, I'm not saying be naughty, especially if your parents are not afraid of child services. <laughs> you know, don't be naughty per se. But what I'll say, sometimes you have to, you know, take a risk and be willing to ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Because permission, <laughs> you're only going to get that on the day they're feeling good. And... With the way, you know, all this African politics is going, they don't even feel good anymore. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a risky one. <clears throat> but that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say be ballsy with it. Okay. Okay. Kalimi, what about you? Yeah, um, I think, like, it just depends. I think it depends on each household and each parent. But, like, for me, I would just say how to set boundaries with your parents. I think you just have to communicate. Communication goes a long way how do you uh, communicate with yeah. african parents like let's break it down let's really break it down like i think it depends on the type of african parent that you have because what i've realized in so in this country is that some parents um some parents even though they're in the uk they still have the mindset of like um of like the country that they they're from back in africa africa mm-hmm. so and that's really interesting to deal with i feel like that's another episode that we're going to um talk 
like that's another topic we're going to talk about in another episode but i think like it's literally about communication and like being open and saying like okay this is what this is what i want to do this is what you want to do and then like we're 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 where we're going to be good and I think it's also about if your parents is also adapted to this society maybe and I, adapted is like the operative word but that doesn't mean that they've changed they still have their same values mm-hmm. of being African and you know being Nigerian or being Ghanaian they still have their culture however they've had to adapt to the society around them mm-hmm. um, and I think once that happened then you're going to get a better ways means of communication between between you and your parents if that makes sense. I, I know that that's one. definitely something that I can say. Yeah. Tough. Um, for me, I can't lie, man. I'm I'm pretty chill. Like my my dad's like has boundaries, but it's not even something that was an issue that we had to establish. Like uh, for me, like he knocks on our doors before coming into our rooms. Um, when I get well, for example, because I'm in uni in Newcastle and I'm from Manchester, whenever I get letters, he'll just send a picture like you got mail. Uh, should I open it? Like, is it is it important or something like that? So for me and for me as well, I don't really care if he opens the mail. Like, I don't really have anything. Like, oh my god, why why do you open that? Blah blah blah. Because logically, it's like I'm I'm unless he wants to post it to me in Newcastle. Like, someone's gonna have to open that 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 mail. So for me, I'm pretty chill. My dad's pretty chill. So it's like, it's not really a, a, an issue about boundaries. Even like leaving the house and stuff. Like for my for my sister as well, like we're pretty relaxed. But I do know some households where it's like, do you listen, <laughs> there's no locking doors. I kick down the door, see what's going on in here, ripping mm. up me. I, I, I don't know what it's like to live in those set households where, when we talk about establishing boundaries and stuff. Yeah. No, I hear that one still. I think <clears throat> with with me, um, I guess the boundaries came with like growing up. I think mm. my parents for a long time weren't seeing the fact that I was actually becoming an adult. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think as well, it, it really comes down to like what kind of individual you are as well. So I think when I was I was very independent from like a from like a young age sort of that independence was kind of like brought upon me so I guess I kind of saw myself as like a young you know I was already an adult before I was legally an adult kind of thing so in my head there was just certain type of things that I expected like my parents to respect but obviously because of the age it it just weren't happening um but as I've gotten older I can say that, yeah, like my mum in particular, like she respects certain boundaries or certain things that I can put in place. And like Palumi said, it's definitely down to the, to the communication. Um, but then when I asked that question, like, how do you communicate with your African parents? I know that I've definitely struggled like along the way of trying to communicate in, a, in an effective way, not in a way that's just like leads to shouting or leads to you end up crying because you're not having your voice heard. I don't know if you, any of you guys have experienced that, but it's just the worst thing in the world. Like when you're trying to talk and then, and then they're just coming for you left, right and centre to the point where you just end up in tears and then it's a whole big issue that now you're crying. Anyway, we, we won't um, dig up childhood trauma. But I wanted to sort of like find out from you guys because you guys are all guys, right? Yeah, you guys are all, all men. <laughs> so, you guys are all men. If it changes, I'll let you know. <laughs> just like, just keep me updated, yeah, so I know what pronouns to use. Um, So, like, yeah, is it... I don't know if you guys have sisters either, but do you feel like it's easier as, a, as like, a male, a man, 
to assert certain boundaries with your parents in comparison to like your sisters or yeah like the women in the household yeah i'd say 100 percent. yeah obviously the, i think there's definitely you know this idea that you hear is definitely true you know that you know whatever, whatever the boys experience you can even double it for the girls so mm. you, you you have to be quite watchful and you know protective of the daughters um but when you're talking about like how to communicate with your parents effectively I feel like there's a, there's a few things that come at play here because even though they're your parents and obviously, especially with your African parents, you feel that authority and influence very strongly, you still have to come in with your own backbone and spine. Like, <clears throat> like Lisa, the thing is, I actually kind of agree with what everyone has said so far. Like, Lisa, you come from a point of actually growing and maturing and being someone who deserves boundaries. And Premier talk about communicating and making them, you know, understand. And Taf, you're kind of talking about, like, being chill and <clears throat> kind of understanding where your parents are coming from as well kind of thing. And then you both have mutual respect. And I, I guess what I would just do to add to that in terms of communicating effectively is kind of make your parents have no choice but to realise you're not a child. And I think the easiest way to do that is actually to move out. I'm sure... Now, Pumisa, what? Also, maybe you could be that is extreme! Lisa, you- when you left your home, how much more did your parents respect you compared to... When it's you true. Now, now, right, when you say moved out, I moved out because of uni. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if, yeah. if you're going to... Cl- yeah, you got to clarify that one, like, because some people will be like, yeah, I'm packing my load and I'm living at the age of, like, 16. Like, impossible. <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> where do you think you're going? Um, but no, I think the respect didn't come from then maturing and getting older. I think the the respect, I suppose, came from the fact that you're going to uni and whatever you do in uni, we're not going to know about it. Do you get what I'm saying? Exactly. But still, when, but still, when I came back home, there were still certain like boundaries and all of those things still came back. So I don't know. Yeah, they don't want you to come back and think you're in a circus or you're in a madhouse, which I have a very funny story of in first year when I came back home for Christmas <laughs> and I forgot the definition of, of parents' house. But uh, but exactly though, Lisa, what you said there is exactly my point. Because when they see that you've been living by yourself, you're not dead. You didn't become a crack addict. You didn't become a prostitute. They're like, oh, okay, clearly, we, you know, all these things we're trying to make sure she understands from childhood and why you're so overbearing. It, at least some of it has resonated, if it's not all of it, right? And now when they come back now, it's like, damn, I still want her to to look at me like a big man, but. I accept she's also her own person, which I feel like is something that will happen if, you know what I mean? And I think it's also kind of like giving them evidence. Like, you know what I mean? When you come home and it's like, oh, look, you know, first year uni exams, oh, I mean, I can't relate. This is hard for me. My Some exams are all right. Some exams are not so all right. But, you know, so you come home and it's like, yeah, I'm still doing well in school. And, oh, you just got your driver's license. Or, oh, you just secured yourself a full-time job. You graduated. It's like your parents, it's like, when you now come to them, i.e. to set these boundaries. Because I say we're thinking as well, like setting the boundary, the kind of can come and be like, you know what, to be fair, to be fair, I don't like it. It does make me feel a little bit, you know what I mean? Because my dad had put boundaries on me till I was in my 30s. So, uh, so they still <laughs> kind of got their own from their mm. grandparents. Mm. But you, the kind of go, hmm, I suppose he's not asking for too much. And I suppose he, he, he can't or she can handle themselves. <laughs> But again, sometimes they're still going to be like, no, because, they, you know, just want to maintain that authority. 
I think that's where, you know, with my outrageous when I said at the beginning, mm-hmm. do it anyway. Because then they yeah. kind of see, right, this guy's his own man now. He, he's not worried about me beating him anymore. <laughs> and then beating stop. So, Taff, I don't know, what do you guys what, think? What was it like for you, like, that transition um, when your parents were, like, actually seeing that you're becoming an adult? I remember I dropped a plate and I didn't get beat for it. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I feel like that's the title for this episode. I think that that is the title. I dropped a plate and I didn't get beat for it. That's when I knew. It's true because there was a conversation this time. It was like, oh man, like, why would you drop the plate for, man? Like, anyway, accidents happen and we moved on. And I was like, bro, the the beating I would have caught for for dropping this plate, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I was younger. And like, I think for me, I stopped getting beatings at like 15, but I still thought I could eating up until 18 and then I think I'd gone clear at 19 like <laughs> I, I love the timeline 19 but there was still that unease uh, you know just yeah. just you know between um, the ages of 15 and 18 you were still very aware of the threat yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure yet I wasn't sure but um yeah but that transition for me was uh, it was an interesting one in that it, I myself realised it too, that, you know, I'm getting older, so, you know, just have to do things m- myself, you get me? And, you know, not being afraid to just say, this is what I want to do, you get me? And having it be understood that I, I'm just, let me make my own mistakes in it. If I'm making mistakes or boundaries as, as far as letters is like, to me, I, I don't get it. Like for me, it's like yeah, I just open it because it's more from a cooperation thing. It's like right. how you as well. Like I said, I'm in a different city, so I need my letters opened. And if, if it's urgent, I need to know it's an important guy. But well, I mean, <laughs> you know, if, you, if you, mail, you know, like if you guys have communicated that with your parents, do you know what I mean, like I think that's where the sort of like positive communication comes from. Like you guys have the understanding of okay, this is how it's gonna work because you know this is the situation and this is what I want whereas if your parents just openly willingly by their own or call just go oh yeah there's letters I'm opening them I don't understand the unnecessary need to be you know putting force on your kid or putting boundaries like because at some point it's like bro why (laughs) like why do we why is it like no this is my house don't do this don't do that you're under my roof my rules and it's like what is this all for is there even you're not even teaching at this point there's the 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 child's not learning anything but you just being an an overly authoritative figure for no reason like honestly sometimes yeah the best the best thing or best way to catch someone off guard when they're moving mad is ask them why they're doing this because they'll stop and ask themselves why am i doing this generally Mm. at some point just ask your parents like why are you shouting like (laughs) I remember yeah, when I did that for the first time. Balls. Oh my god! I remember when I did that for the first time. I was like, mom, "Like, mom, why are you shouting?" Mm. And she kind of just stopped, and then she went, "I'm not shouting." And then it was like, <laughs> "We're both now looking at no. each other." Like, I just asked you why you're shouting. You're replying, "I'm not exactly. shouting." I shout by your shouting. Like, so it it was gives, I, I was shouting the courage you guys had. Reflect on themselves, like when they when you ask them just why, like what is actually going on here. Mm-hmm. I will be honest there, and I'm gonna come to Pulumi and ask ask Pulumi um a question. But I feel like since we're all sort of like reflecting on when we acknowledged we became an adult, mine was late. You know, I think I must have been like second year uni. 
where I turn around and I was like, mom, come to Birmingham. Let's go to the club. Like, mm. and, I, and she came, you know, suitcases packed, came with, you know, some extra goodies for myself. And we got ready and we hit the club. And then she was drinking more than I was no. drinking. And I was like, okay, like, so that's what we're on. Do you know what I mean? And I think at that moment, it was like, okay, my mom has seen that I am a responsible adult now. Like, I've been in uni for, what, like a year and a half now. I've lived independently. You know, like, I come back home. My legs are still intact. My arms are still intact. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still I'm still in uni, which means I'm not flopping my grades. Like, so, yeah, I think that was that moment. And maybe I was like, what, 1920? Wait, I have a question. I have a mm-hmm. question about that then. Like, as far as your mom now, how westernized would you say she is? Like, has she been in the country for a long time? Is it down to a person? Yeah, like, yeah, I would say my parents have been in the country for a long time, but very still much cultured. And I think as well, the element of her being like South African as well. I feel like South Africans in comparison, Southern Africans in comparison to Western Africans, they have a bit more flexibility just in terms mm. of like how they're socially constructed within their own country do you, do you mm. get what i'm saying like yeah i'd say southern africans are less hardcore than west africans so going to the club with like your southern african parent is is a bit of a norm like it's not extreme i think it's just a matter of like you're of the age you're doing the right thing at least you're not doing a madness and i can see how you're operating Whereas I couldn't imagine going to my dad and being like, yo, dad, let's go hit. No, not even a, a club. Let's go Let's go to the pub. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> it's not happening. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think, I do think where your parents come from as well, like their country code has a massive part to play. No, 100% agree with you there, Lisa. Really, I mean, your mom sounds like a cool mom, to be fair, out in the clubs. No, she, she, she like... is like to be fair she is but it took a while to get to this point like let's not get it twisted mm. you know what I'm saying? i still got my school queens like i still yeah it took it took a while to get to this point you but the question that to... i wanted to ask say that again tough do you ever talk to her about that like remember that time i got beat or da 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 yeah i still remember yeah. <laughs> no we uh, all get into you guys reminisce like... meetings with your parents no like... <laughs> No, as in like this is this is another thing that I wanted to ask, but like I wanted to come to Palumi and ask Palumi when when did you like realize that your parents are actually seeing you as an adult and like that transition from a child to an adult? What was that period like for you? Um, like that wasn't really like for me. There wasn't really like a um a moment where I was like, okay. Um, I think oh, there was like I think now they just know that like I'm if I'm not if I if I'm going to be out I'm just going to be out like if that makes sense there's not going to be like a thing and then that's when I was like oh, okay so you're not even going to call like in my head like, I was like oh so it's no one going to call and then it's like it is just what it is um, and then like, but I think that like in those moments it's just kind of like whoa but then another thing that I've realized I think like you become like the people like that you're around so like your parents that are our parents that raised us or whatnot like you kind of realize that you're you're kind of you kind of like you, not that you become like them or you become them but like you, you little traits that they have you, that's what you start doing and it's like oh my god did I become this person um, and I'm just like, this is, this is, uh, that's just life. And it's like changing that, that uh, understanding that and changing that is really like, really, um, 
it's really weird because it's like okay i want to take some of my parents or some of the people things that people around me that i that raised me however i still actually want to like have my own identity um and i think that that's such a big thing um but yeah definitely and that's another that's another point because i know we're talking about um 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 sons and daughters i think that What's really interesting is that, yeah, when we, when we talk about marriage, like when a girl gets married, you know, she leaves her father's house, you know, in the traditional way of, and goes to her husband's house whatnot. But then when a guy gets married, um, like, like he can, he, he's still somewhat like under his dad, if that makes sense in a lot of ways, because a, a woman can physically leave, right? Leave the house. And so can a man, obviously, when to go and start his own family. But I feel like when you come from like a Nigerian p- household, or when you come from a when you come from a household that's like a pastor or whatever, like you still have, you still go to that church. You, as a guy, you'd still go to that church. You still go to you're still you would still be surrounded by your your father and that family. Um, whereas the girl has gone off like from under that control, if that makes sense, and maybe yeah. she might be. Uh, under like that control in her in her in her husband's house and i hate to use the word control but like girls can leave but i don't think i i think it's really interesting that guys that guys not typically can but yeah i feel like that's a slightly different conversation where where i would go back and forth and do that for hours really um you know, I feel like we've kind of gone around a little bit talking a little bit about, like, times where we have kind of felt parents respecting our boundaries. But I feel like a, a good way would be to flip that now and be like, when recently have you felt like your parents have not respected your boundaries and you've just felt like, you like, these guys take me for a baby? I, I guess I'll go first. And <clears throat> um, just to give you all a little bit of context to it, so... I've moved back, like, I, I went to university in Newcastle and I, and I literally finished this year and I've moved back home with my parents. I've been here like a week and a half now. Oh, thanks, baby. And um, literally on my first week here, you know, I'm still kind of settling in. My, I've, I've got suitcases about, I've got boxes about, things like that about. And then, my, you know, this was after work. I don't, you know, you know, after a long day of work where you just kind of like, that's it, you know, you've been nagged that all day, that's why I need now to continue being nagged at. And then my mom calls at me and she's nagging me about, about this and she's nagging me about how all oh, your things and your this and your that. And I'm just like, damn, I am far too old to be getting nagged by my mom. Like, and more so than it wasn't even about bandages that part, I was just walking out thinking, I need to get my own place. <laughs> <laughs> I get that one. No, but I know I think just one thing I've learned in life, like you could be 90 or whatever, and by the grace of God, if your parents are still alive or alive, like and get that get to that age, your parents are still always going to see you as a child, like they're always going to see you as somebody that they need to like care for, they need to like look after, or like they can like because there's just always a way in which your parents can say something or ask a question, like there's just always a thing. So I think like that's just always going to be the thing to do like nobody can nag you like your parents can because nobody Mm. would have like there's already boundaries set up um but then i think your parents i think because you know it's a parent and child relationship yeah boundaries are important but boundaries will i don't know like they're not always they're not going to be there because at the end of the day that's still your dad that's still your mom like and i'm talking in a in a healthy 
relationship parent to child mm-hmm. relationship by the way not like something that's like toxic or whatnot um, yeah <clears throat> and that brings me nicely on to like my final sort of um question or like conversation do you think it's important that your parents like grow up with you if that makes sense like as you're getting older your parents need to grow with you and like you know understand you a bit more like that example that you gave will to to everyone it might just seem like very minor and, and and small but when you've lived independently and then you know how you like certain things and you know that you've just had work and you're tired the last thing that you want to hear is being nagged at or like go wash your plate or go and do this or go and do that like but we're not doing that right now so is it do you feel like it's important that your parents understand that you're actually an adult and you go through adult things um and you do get tired <laughs> I think that's another thing as well like I think sometimes our African parents they think that just because we're younger than them that we don't we don't go through stress or like we don't experience being tired and like them things there so yeah do you feel like it's important that your parents actually grow with you as you're becoming an adult as well yeah no, 100%. Then, I agree and I've seen that as well and I think part of that whole, going back to that plate story about breaking stuff and not getting beat for it, I think part of that is also growing with us and, you know, changing the parenting style and how we're spoken to and treated. That's all a part of growing with us, especially even understanding that stress and, uh, and union and things like that. Like I could, I could tell my dad, oh, um, I just come back from uni been a long day and he'll be like cool just run yourself a bath and relax and do whatever he's he's not ah back in my day ah, after university because the the thing is yeah he could tell those stories about how when he was in university he had two kids in a country he knew nothing about yeah and i'm here in uni as a native chilling like he could he has those stories to tell you get me but he he doesn't do that luckily enough like i'm not being hammered with with such things but I understand other people that are told those stories and how it makes them feel because that can have a negative effect on your child where it's like you could feel inadequate or you're not doing enough because your parent will say, I was climbing the mountains to get to uni and you're talking about you're tired from fucking whatever course you do. Like one seminar. (laughs) Yeah, one seminar and you're done. Like we, we were dealing with real pressure, real racism and you're doing this and then you yourself feel, oh my God, how am I so lazy Da, 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 like so uh, I don't know I'm just thankful that I don't I don't have those those type of conversations interactions with him I feel like you're, you're demonstrating you and your parents have a good balance between like boundaries with each other and just mutual respect and I feel like what it comes to at least I feel it's perfect about growing with you after a certain age let's say <laughs> after living by yourself for a couple of years and you're getting a bit of life experience and a bit of understanding how to work. Not at university, it's a bit short. But still, I feel like there does have to come a point where it kind of intersects a little bit. And your parents... Because you know, like, when you're a young kid and, and your mom's like, hey, you know, don't talk to her that I'm not one of your mates. I'm your mom. There needs to come a point where it's like, you, she's, they're less your parents and closer to your friends. Because after a certain yeah. point... And this is kind of like, making back to what Pumi was saying about how you're always under your dad. I, I strongly disagree with that because there will come a point in your life where it's like, all right, dad, I'm sorry for but I'm my own man now. So you're going to give me all these suggestions and advice, but at the end of the day, it's advice. It's not going to be what I'm necessarily going to choose to do because I'm my own man. And I feel every human being will have to have that day. It's not even necessarily your parents said, oh, I'm not going to beat you or 
your mum said, I'll go cover with you, this debate, but happens to you internally where you come to your own acceptance that, wait a minute, my life's my life. And yeah, I get it. Dad wants the best for me, but that doesn't mean dad knows what is best for me. Yeah, and- I think I, I understand where you're coming from, Will, in the sense of that. But for me, I feel like they're still coming from a, like a cultured household like let's not get it twisted yeah we may have been you know brought brought up and raised in the UK and stuff like that but we have been raised with values of our parents which were very much like traditional and how they were taught by their parents do you get what I'm saying so I feel like there there is a middle ground that just has to be met do you know what I mean like with my with my mum for example now yeah I I see it as you're like my best friend but I still know that you're my mum do you get what I mean? Like, if mm. my mom needs to scold me or tell me, yo, this is not right, don't do this or give me advice, whether or not I take it, that's my own prerogative, but I would still acknowledge it as, like, this is something that's coming from my parent. Do you get what I'm saying? And I'd respect her and have that respect for her because, again, the, author- the authority and, and all the rest of it. Um, But then in the back of my mind, I'm still like, okay, I have respect for you because you have respect for me. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, there's there just needs to be a balance with that. Yeah. Definitely. And I think one thing that I want to just like leave on, I think when 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 what I was talking about before was more in a traditional, stereotypical way of an African household and specifically Nigerian. And specifically um like Nigerian and like people that are like, you know, say your your dad's a pastor or whatnot. Like I was talking, I was being very specific in in the I in the within the context of what I was talking about. Uh, because I still think that till this day those kind of um, relationships with parents still exist like for example let's and even let's take it out of Africa let's bring it to the UK for example the royal family um Catherine that married um Catherine that married um William she got the opportunity to leave her household yeah but William um he's William like Prince William he's still like within the construct of this royal family because he can't leave now Harry, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle they did what they needed to do because like William said he, that he became his own man he wanted to do that but I'm still saying in the construct of like some families so some people just just, just always stay there that's what I was that's what I meant by that um and I think that like I think at the end of the day parents just want the best for you and if you if you can communicate with them if you can communicate with your parents if they're willing to listen and if it's willing to be a both um, a two-sided conversation like then I think you can actually have conducive ways to you know grow your relationship and growth is a beautiful thing everyone wants to grow and everyone grows like you might do it subconsciously you might do it consciously but I think like growth with within you your parents will see at some point it will happen exactly your parents will see a change within you and you will see a change within them so it just it just kind of happens or it should happen naturally um, and I think that in itself is a beautiful thing. And even yeah. and, I, and and like I, just one one thing for the parents as well. I think it must be it must be a mind trip for for our parents to see somebody that you carried like literally carried in your hands, like being like now is a person now like has a job now has their own family now has this that and the other. It might be like a whoa. It, it might give them a it, like like they might just take a while to adjust to it. Um, but yeah. 
No, absolutely. But um, yeah, I think we're coming to the end of our episode. Um, so I just want everyone to finish on a note where they kind of either give advice or just say, just state your piece. Um, boundaries with your parents. How do you do it without seeming disrespectful? I'm gonna start with Taff. Um, I say you need to have an open open lines of communication, meaning that there's no there's no fear when you speak to your parents about things or like speaking to your parents. That's what I mean by like open lines. Like it's genuinely open for you to say whatever, how you're feeling. And that if you set that premise and set that tone, whatever follows next, you know, like will be easier. So setting boundaries under a good um, tone and premise is, uh, is what I would personally recommend. And generally, sometimes you might need to bat up your parents. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I feel like I feel like this helps have kind of addressed a lot of things. Uh, <clears throat> in terms of setting them boundaries, well, you know, what I mean, you just you just have to do it in chest, really. You just have to. Be, like, no one's going to treat you like an adult if you don't think you're an adult yourself, is, I guess is how I'm going to put it. If you truly believe you're an adult, you deserve to be treated like one. And your parents are not treating you as such. Voice that with them. I like to have saying, say it with chest, don't be scared. Believe mm-hmm. that it's true. And, you know, some parents are a reason, man. If that's your case, I'm sorry. You, you, you're yeah. just going to have to be patient. But if your parents are reasonable enough and you give them enough reasons... Two reasons, I feel like I use that word reason too much now. Uh, and they'll be like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Here's the pattern guy. You'll be fine. Show me. You want to go to a motive, come back at 5 a.m. Fine. Go ahead. But you know what I mean? Again, the South Africans, it's not going to be an every weekend thing. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Pulumi? Yeah, I think it's all about like knowing your parents. Like if you know your parents, what they like, what they don't like, like you can you can work within that mean those means. Mm-hmm. And I feel like another thing, this is just a PSA. Don't have children unless you actually want to have children, because then we mm. don't want people going through society that are like expecting to be um expecting to be parented by people that are not their actual parents. So this is to all the people mm. that don't that that just have children for the sake of having children. Don't do it. Don't do it. How did we get here? <laughs> Sorry, I just needed to. I just needed to do that. PSA. Well, I, I did say get whatever you need to get off your chest. Like, yeah. just say it. it. Seemed like that was really burning Palubi's chest. To be fair, I think it was a relevant point. Palubi, I read that. It was 100%. A good but um, yeah, just lastly, everyone, I think there was a time and a place. <laughs> Don't try and rush growth. Um, Ooh, yes. don't try and rush growth because this adult <laughs> life yet yeah, is not cute when you get it it's not cute and you'll be no, wishing it, you'll be wishing that you know uh, them licks that I used to take like I, I'd rather take that than the licks that I'm getting invisible licks that I'm getting in my nine to five and on top of that as well do you know that there are some toxic parenting relationships that exist out there like in this particular episode I think we've been very sort of like generous to and understanding in the sense of like open communication and things like that but sometimes it can just genuinely be an absolute battle um and I'd throw myself I'd throw myself as an example in there like it took a very 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 long time to get at the point that I am at with my mum in particular um 
and that was only due to certain circumstances happening that me and my mum could have that open line of communication and and build a positive relationship with positive boundaries um and sometimes you know you're not you're you're just you're just not fortunate in getting that in your in your households so if you do find yourself to be in those positions where you know what you do try to you know be respectful and establish boundaries with your parents and it's just not working wait until you're in a position where you can actually pack your load if it's university that you have to wait for wait until then and do what you need to do in order to have peace of mind that would be my advice so yeah thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to this particular episode of Christ talk i hope you've enjoyed it let us know how you guys have asserted boundaries or if you're trying to assert boundaries within your households let us know what methods you guys take um and yeah we hope that you guys hear from us and we hope to hear from you in our next episode of crisis talk take care and goodbye